Hey, welcome to the Unperfected Mom Podcast, a place where we get real, we get messy, and we get closer to God. And, well, we do it usually when our kids are asleep. So, why don't you grab your your Bible, grab a cup of coffee or tea, and join me for a new episode of the Unperfected Mom Podcast. y'all welcome to the a new episode of the unperfected mom podcast y'all this has been a crazy week i'm sure it's been a crazy week no matter uh, if you're blue or red but the thing we've got to remember is regardless of who's in office right now jesus is on the throne so put your faith in him and not a political party I've seen so much division this week, like we all have. Man, I've seen so much division this year. But if we start looking up to the heavens, up to God, and stop looking so much at at, at what people view and 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 how how they, they vote or or who they have on on their t-shirts or bumper stickers then maybe we won't be so divided maybe we'll actually start coming together because that's what jesus believed jesus believed you know we were all one we are all one we're his body we're all parts of the same body we all have our different gifts we all have our different passions We all have our different purposes, but at the end of the day, we're called to be Jesus's body. That's united. It has nothing to do with what I wanted to talk to talk about on today's episode, but I mean, it's got to be said. I am definitely someone who can get on my soapbox when it comes to politics. And honestly, that's why I try not to talk about it. Because I have firm beliefs. And if someone doesn't have those same beliefs, yeah, I find it hard to want them in office. I'll absolutely admit that. So you might be feeling the same way. Maybe it's the guy that's been in there for the last four years that you don't agree with. Maybe it's the guy that's about to take office that you don't agree with. But regardless of of where you stand politically... If you have a firm foundation of Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter. We're called to support whoever God has put in place. Because remember, God's in control. If the guy that's about to go in office is not the guy God wanted there, guess what? He wouldn't win. But the thing is, we have to realize that just because we don't see a way that God would have allowed the last four years or see a way that God will allow the next four years. He knows more than we do. Okay. I mean, it's, it's like when we tell our kids, you know, listen to me, I've been there. I understand. I know what's going to happen if you go down this road. And yet they don't want to believe us. They don't understand how, how we could know. I mean, he is our, our father. He's 
been there, done that. You know, he's he's been there since the beginning of time. He's already there at the end of time. He's outside of time. And I know I'm getting a little like scientific on you and and it, it blows my mind to think about it. But he he knows everything. When you're outside of time, you see the beginning and the end at the same time. So he's already seen everything play out. So allow God to work. Alright, so today's episode, what I'm actually going to teach about, is found in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 and six, through 16. So go ahead, grab your Bible, turn to there real quick. It talks about how we can come boldly into the throne room. And it's because Jesus paid it all. Our debt, it, it, it's, it's paid. Our sin it is washed clean. And Jesus has actually made a place for us in heaven. It's like when you come home from the hospital with a newborn. Does that newborn worry if, if there's a place for them there? No. Because their mom and dad have already set a place. He's already made sure that everything is perfect. I remember when my, my oldest came home from the hospital. We had his nursery perfect. I had spent hours in there cleaning and painting and putting up decorations and placing toys that I, I, he couldn't play with yet, but I was placing them. Uh, and I made sure everything was perfect. He also had another bed. See, I did this with both of my kids. They had a, a bed in their room and then they had a bed in my room. Because I was one of those parents, at least early on, that I had to have the child right there with my hand on them. <laughs> I don't know if you were like that, but I was like always checking. Are you still breathing? <laughs> well, Jesus tells us in this in this verse as well as several other places in the Bible that you know he's he set a place for us um, you know God's God's already ready for us we're we're able to come boldly into his throne room into his father's throne room because Jesus has justified us you know he's he, our daddy he's taking care of everything basically we just have to accept Jesus Christ that's it we accept Jesus Christ we try to follow him as to the best of our ability are we going to mess up? absolutely are we going to make you know some, some mistakes? yes are you know we going to say some things that we wish we hadn't said? probably and this is after salvation because let's face it just because we, we accept Jesus Christ into our heart does not immediately flip the switch and make us perfect. Sanctification happens over time. But even then, even on our deathbeds, we're still not going to be perfect. Let's face it, we're human. You know, we, we have the, the, sin, the original sin in us. We have that original fall. We will do our best. And you absolutely will be better than when you started if you're following Christ. But we've got to remember that 
perfection is not actually in the Bible as something we have to have before we can enter heaven. It's not. Look at scripture after scripture after scripture. All God wants is for us to take what he's given us and do our best with it. Look at, at the, the, the story of the talents. You know, Jesus wasn't like upset that the middle guy didn't do as good as the, the, the one that did the best. He, he said it was great. Okay, great. Here you go. The one that, that he reprimanded was the one that did nothing with it. You know, Jesus didn't expect perfection out of those three. He doesn't, he doesn't expect perfection out of us. He expects us to do our best. Again, I'm going to go back to the parent thing because, you know, he is our parent. He is our, our heavenly father. You know, what do you tell your kids before they take a big test or, you know, before they go ride their bike? Or before they play a baseball game or a soccer game or, you know, do a, a dance recital, do your best. Regardless if you make a mistake, regardless if you don't win, do your best and we'll celebrate, right? You know, I would take my kids out to pizza after one of their games, especially if it was a hard game and they lost. Or I would take my kids to get ice cream. And I would always tell them, you know, you did, this is all the stuff you did right. This is like the the stuff that you really did well at. Okay, here's some stuff that we maybe can work on. That's what God does. That's what scripture is about. When we make a mistake, we we can go back to scripture and look and see, okay, this is the area that I kind of messed up in, Lord. Okay, what did you tell somebody else to do? What does your scripture tell tell us to do? Another way to look at this, and, and I guess this goes back to the election right now. As a, a citizen of the United States, we have certain inalienable rights. You know, there's certain things that, that we know we have, obviously, from what you've watched on the news, you know that, that sometimes it doesn't work out the way it should. However, as, as a whole, um, as a rule, we have certain rights. Well, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, when you start walking with him, you become a citizen of heaven. Now, we're still here on earth. But our citizenship's actually in heaven, okay? Think of it this way. We have certain rights as a citizen of heaven. And one of those rights is we're able to come boldly into his throne room and talk to our heavenly father. That's our right. He's given us that right. Now, is that our right because we quote unquote deserve it? No. That's our right because he's given us citizenship in heaven. He's adopted us into his family. So, as you're going on this week, over or the next couple weeks, as we're kind of waiting for the uh, the quote-unquote official um, decision, you know, just just remember this is all temporary. 
we are citizens of the United States. But ultimately, if you've asked Jesus Christ in your heart, if you've asked him to be your savior, if if your hope is found in Jesus, your true citizenship is in heaven. So whoever's in office, whoever's in uh, in office in your local area, whoever is, you know, places your boss at work, whoever is in any kind of authoritative space in your life, do what God told us to do, what Jesus told us to do. We respect those who have been put in, in authority when they are just. We respect the offices. Give unto Caesar what is Caesar's, right? So let's just not worry so much about who you voted for. Let's worry about, hey, how can I help you? How can I show God's love to you? How how can we grow together to, to walk closer with Jesus? I have friends that are, are blue and I have friends that are red. But the thing we have in common is our love for Christ. And in the end, that's what saves us. Not who's in office. See you next week, guys.